Don't learn. Coming at you. Live from Matt's bedroom for the final time as Matt's bedroom. Welcome to Toe in the Line. I'm Mike, joined by Matt, and we also have our special guest, our basketball uh, savant. Ah, there it is. Tyler, wow. welcome. How we doing? Doing real, real well. Before we get into this sports show uh, that we did say was coming yesterday... Uh, so if you don't like sports, you're not going to like this one. Go fuck yourself. We do need to name Matt's bedroom. Facts. Over the past week and a half, we've taken requests on Facebook.com slash Towing the Line. The majority, and by majority, I mean every single one of them coming from two people. Oh! But we have quite the list. So so how are we doing this? I'm going to read the names. Uh-huh. Are we just going to make noises at each one, or are we going to like figure out what we like? Yeah, I mean... I can, uh, if you like it, great. If not, we'll, we'll exit. And if then... I like, you know how they do the spelling bee? If they get it wrong, what you, do they do? Hit a bell. You and your fucking bell. Hey, lick my dick. I swear you don't go anywhere without this bell anymore. It's a new part of me. We took you... it on a road trip, a mini road trip today. Yeah, all right. And you just rang the fucking thing Because the it's better trip. than listening to your dumbass talk. I wanted to throw the damn bell And I wanted to throw you out the window. Are you ready? Wow. Proceed. The first name for the new studio that My, we're going to call Matt's Room. Why do you guys say it like that? Because that's what it why is. Why does there have to be a condescending undertone to everything that we do? The first one is The Land of the Lost Silverware. I like it. Pretty funny. I enjoy it. Not a lot of thought into that one. Dickelodeon Studios. <laughs> also a favorite of mine. My favorite. The Taint of Odenton. It's a word I often use. I don't know if it'd be a good studio name or a good name for Matt. Cool. Yeah, it could go either way. Either way. Or it could be you, you dumb fuck. The Matt Cave. I like that. I like that. Neverland Ranch. That's, kind of uh Who's that? Was that Michael Jackson? Yeah. It was. It was a stretch. It was kind of a, a little bit of a... I don't have a monkey. Go on. The Shart Palace. <laughs> the Shart Palace, yeah. It's a good one. The Sharts, yeah. The Randy Quaid Soup Kitchen. <laughs> Sad. That's fucking hilarious. Oh god. Next one, the flop and slop. Credit to Susan. Oh shit. Yes. Yep. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I'm not a joke stealer. No. Yeah. My mom said that the other night. Citations. The flop and slop. So I, I think that got to be high on the list. Flop because, and slop studios. Because it's your mother that is oh dubbing god, your room. God damn it, Susan. The pubic cube. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. The plague. How who who submitted these? Are these all you so far? That they're Tyler and Kendall. Uh, yeah. Shout out. Shout out to Susan. Shout out to Tyler. Fuck you, Mike. Uh, was Pubix Cube Kendall? Pubix Cube was me. Of course. Yeah. We're about halfway through. Okay. Do you have a front runner so far? Uh, I do. You got a few favorites? Yeah. Good. Here we go. Uh, the Panic Room. Yeah, that's. Kind of what happens in there. The brothel, also what happens. <laughs> yeah, you right. You wish. Hey, oh yeah, but you don't cast stones, stupid. Hipster hell. That's not what this is. Yeah, no. Peppermint forest. <laughs> Bikini bottom. Oh uh, I mean, no! I mean, now we're just getting. That's kinda... fu- Oh fuck you! They're uh, funny. You didn't come up with any. You're right. I did. What? The bone zone. Yeah, the that's the worst zone. of all of them. I like the bone zone. Um. The Burger King Kids Club. <laughs> I do like that one. Who came up with that one? You? Yeah. Jabba's Thorn Room. Throne Room. Throne Room. Thorn. I can't read. Yeah, apparently. Emperor's Lair. I like that. Hillcrest. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I used to work. Oh, okay. There used to be no, a restaurant I used to work. The Honker Burger. That's Doug reference. The Sweat Shop. That's true, because I do sweat. sweat. a lot. It feels good in here, though. Yeah, was, right, today yeah. it feels wonderful. Cool. Ernest Goes to Kentucky. What? Now we're just getting into really fun was, titles yeah, and names. Was, was, these Here's the thing. is A lot of these are going to get recycled. As I came up with as I thought of any of them, I said it like out loud in my head, like using your voice, like, <laughs> coming to you live from the Honker Burger. I can do that. We are coming to you down. live from Dickelodeon Studios. So, so here's what as we'll I, do. As I thought of them, that's yeah. how I set them in my head. I appreciate it, man. That's flattering. Yeah, calm I, it down. We got a few more. Then what we'll do is you'll pick your few favorite, and then I'll introduce some 
Oh, like cute, that. adorable. Harlem Heat. Oh, I do like that. Ice Cap Zone. I like that. Last too. but not least, Hell in a Cell. Man, I like those last three. And then the Bone Zone is still in play, too. Nope, that's gone. <laughs> All right, Matt. So there's your list of uh, different things that your room could be called whenever we broadcast from here. Right. All right. Give me, a... like, your top three to five. Um, Nickelodeon Studios. I like that as well. I like... Um... Come on, shut up! I'm bl- I just I, I'm laughing my ass off here. Yeah, um, I don't know. I I really like. I think the flop and slop is hilarious. <laughs> so I think I like Nickelodeon flop and slop. Um, damn, I like Hillcrest. Hillcrest Studios. Okay, who's that? Kendall. <laughs> you got any more? I like I uh, um Ice Cap Zone. All right, here we go. Really. Yes. All right. So, Nickelodeon Studios. So, what, how would you say it? Well, I, give me the other ones one more time. Flop and slop, flop and slop. I, that's a high favorite on mine. Uh, Ice Cap Zone and Hillcrest. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Ready? Introing all four of them. Here we go. Here we go. Broadcasting live from the Nickelodeon Studios. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the Flop and Slop. It would be like flop and stop. Slop. Slop. F- what I say? Broadcasting live from the Flop and Slop Studios in Odenton, Maryland. Okay. Broadcasting live from Hillcrest Studios in Odenton, Maryland. Broadcasting live from the Ice Cap Zone in Odenton, Maryland. Can we eliminate any more from there? I think I can pick. You got your winner. I think. I think that the fact that Tyler, you, and Kendall put so much thought into it. And that my mom is the one that's going to come through in the end. I think Flop and Slop Studios is perfect for this. Here we go. Flop and Slop. The Flop and Slop. That... Wow. What? Why is there a, is there a, a story behind the Flop and Slop Studios? What the fuck yeah, was it? My mom. She was talking about like she's kind of like a restaurant snob. Okay. And like like the not like she like the, only she, goes to rich places. She just yeah, won't go she, to like a she certain just, place. Like like me, my dad, my brothers. We'll go to any like. You know, dive stop yeah. diner or something sure. like that, and she was like, "I refuse." She's like, "Ah, you guys eat at all these shitty places. Like, I'm not gonna stop." And he's at the flop and slop. Oh, I like it. <laughs> See, I thought it was in reference to what Matt does whenever he brings a chicken here. He just flops Ooh, on her and slops just on her. Slops it up. And we could call your studio the barren wasteland because that's what you do in your bedroom. It's cute. It's cute. Oh, is it cute? Is that what we're doing now? The fucking ninth grade cute. Come at me, bro. You're the sofa king, douchebag. <laughs> All right, so so you want to do it again? Don't lie. Coming at you. Live from the Flop and Slop Studios in Odenton, Maryland. Love it. All right. There it's we official. go. Every time we're here, it's the Flop and Slop <sighs> Studios from here on out. Like we said before, though, we're doing a sports show. When we finished recording last night, probably yeah. like 10 minutes after, right. you looked at your phone and you're like, Holy shit! And you you said to me, "What's wrong?" I thought, no, I thought something serious happened. Right, I know that's my react. That was my reaction to it. And you go, Kyrie just got traded. Kyrie Irving got traded from the Cavaliers to the Boston Celtics for Isaiah Thomas in what is arguably the biggest blockbuster trade in the last decade in the NBA. That being said, gentlemen, initial thoughts of the trade. I'll send it over to him. My initial thought was it still doesn't do anything. Boston's not going to beat Cleveland like next year. I can promise you that. That's not enough to put Boston over Cleveland. Like LeBron's still going to be LeBron. It's unknown if Kyrie can lead a team by himself. Like we don't know that. We know that Isaiah Thomas can. So you know you got. So is this worse for Boston? Was I this think like a so, port- because the other thing is Boston lost Jay Crowder in this exactly. too exactly so uh, they lost more than I think what they gained I think Cleveland got the way better end of this deal because they got Jay Crowder and they got Isaiah Thomas who I think is a pretty it, you know like comparable to Kyrie yeah, yeah it's an argument you can't say one's better than the other 
Like one's I, younger than the other. Yeah. Kyrie's well, a lot younger. Is- mm-hmm. Yes. Isaiah's going to be like thirty. Yeah, they came out in the same draft, but Kyrie only stayed like one year. One year. Duke. Isaiah Thomas is that much older than Kyrie Irving. Yeah, he got he's, years on him. Got man. a couple years. Got a couple years on him. Had a bad hip. Uh, had surgery to replace it. Then, you know, th- uh-huh. I found it interesting that that's what was one of the reasons why Boston said we're going to ship him away. And then he feels worthy of a max contract. But he, if he has a bum hip and he's getting on the wrong side of 30, I can understand why the Celtics want to ship him. But at the same time, the last time Isaiah led a team, he led him to 20 wins in the number one overall draft pick, which the Cavs used on Anthony Bennett. I, he's just not a... Who? Kyrie. Mm. Kyrie. Kyrie is a hell of a three-on-three ball player. Great individual. I think he is poisoned for teams. I think that going to the Celtics is going to be bad because Brad Stevens institutes a system in which you move the ball a lot. Yeah. And that's not what Kyrie does. He's a black hole, kind of like Carmelo. Yeah. Now, I will say, you know, Cleveland doesn't win their title without Kyrie. But, again, I just think that – I think Isaiah Thomas is, like you were saying, a better team player. I think he will fit in uh, to Cleveland – better i think he will enjoy playing the role of not having to carry this entire team on my back like i think he'll enjoy having someone like lebron to play with for the first time in his career jay crowder is gonna be like uh the dude over in golden state uh, iguodala yeah. andre iguodala yeah. he can hit threes he's scrappy great defender so, so why so then why is cleveland now not more comparable that they removed the black hole and they brought in two different kinds of players no i think they are is that no, not I'm saying that cleveland got the way better end of this oh i'm with your brother on that, that cleveland that I, I kind of question why Boston did this. Cause well, my question. Cleveland. Well, that's what I'm saying. Why would you do, like? Why would you even make a, tr- a possible move where you now like like it's like your other rival, the rival in the, the right now. They're the two. I mean, there's yeah. other teams that you can throw in, but those two are going one, to, one and two in the East. Right. Yeah. I don't understand. Like that's like the I don't know. That's like the Yankees training somebody to the, the Red Sox. Exactly. That would be like right that, now at that this would, time period. That would be like David Ortiz going to the Yankees for Derek Jeter. Yeah. I mean, obviously the players are of lesser caliber, but the superstar right. players. I don't get it. I don't like that uh, rivals are trading amongst each other. Uh, but also, we're we're forgetting the fact that LeBron said he wants out after this year. He wants out of Cleveland. Does he want out, or is that is That's he saying, he's saying like, they want a restructured contract? No, no, no. He's saying he wants out. So here's what Cleveland's looking at. They're looking at a mass exodus of LeBron leaving. Isaiah's on his last year of a contract. Yeah. They also scooped up an unprotected first-round pick from the New York Nets that Boston sent, too. So Cleveland yeah. put themselves in a position where they're going to have a high lottery draft pick and a loaded class coming out, mm-hmm. plus a ridiculous amount of cap space. How... It's impossible for me to say that the Celtics won this dra- uh, won this trade and are a better team for it. Yeah, Cleveland's prepared either way. Matt, your thoughts? You look you, I, you look I, like no. you're just sitting there with uh, your thumb up your ass, feeling feeling around for a little hemorrhoid. Yeah, you got muted. Shut the fuck up. You done? You done? You kind of done? Kinda. I got just, hemorrhoids. Oh my god! <laughs> I just I always I I hate. Not just interdivision trades, but I hate when it's like the two teams that are competing against each other when they do that shit, because that's what it is. It's just a fucking like it's it. I I mean it's entertaining. It definitely will have us having something to talk about. But as far as like the actual teams making these decisions, it blows my fucking mind that they did it. It blows my like for me it's gonna be great because now I'm gonna be like oh, Kyrie ain't doing so hot or oh shit I can't believe Kyrie went and beat the the, the Cavaliers and now what are we gonna say about Kyrie Irving's legacy? And that's great, and that's all anybody wants to talk about, and that's fine. But, like, from a logistics standpoint, it makes absolutely no fucking sense to trade within the team that you're going to either beat or lose to <laughs> in the finals. The team that knocked you out in the Eastern Conference right. Finals. It makes no make sense. Trade with them? Are you kidding me? I don't, I don't you even... send them a first-round pick? I have what? no... And I, liked, I liked... I I mean, I didn't even know who Isaiah Thomas was coming into this year. Like, I didn't realize, like, his caliber. And so when he played, I was like, that's really cool. I like Brad Stevens. I like the Celtics for what it's worth. But now it's like, to me, it's like the same shit again. It's I like, said it to someone at work last night. I don't think that Boston will beat Washington next year. Ah. Did Washington. I, I, they, that's they, how yeah. much I think that Boston did not, like, 
That's how I can see that. You know what I mean? Because like, now you again, got Kyrie guarding John Wall. John Wall's going to abuse Kyrie yeah. Irving. Washington's pretty much stayed the same, so they're yeah. going to be as good of a team or better than they were last year, in my opinion. I could take that. Whereas Boston, you don't know. I don't know if Gordon Hayward's going to do anything. I don't know if him and Kyrie are going to gel together at all or not. Mm. We don't know. And like I said, Kyrie has never led a team by himself to right. do anything good. So I think that maybe people like, – we, we didn't even mention Gordon Hayward – Right, I mean that that was supposed to be the big get, and I thought him with Isaiah Thomas was a great fit. I thought at that point, but now they kind of almost blew up their team a little bit. Well, like he yeah. said though, like is he even like you're looking at him, Hayward and Tatum as like your three, you know what I mean, cornerstone pieces. Yeah, and nobody knows what they're going to do together. It's so true. Here's the other thing: people are forgetting that uh, the Celtics also lost Avery Bradley. Yeah. Avery Bradley gave point guards fits last year. Yes. So they, they lost Where did their, he go? Detroit, I want to say. Yeah, I think they so. lost two of their best defenders. Like, guys who mm. don't need the ball in their hands to succeed, and they're all quality role players. Yeah. People that will get you over the top when it comes championship time. They don't right. have that anymore. No. They have a superstar-laden team now, but that doesn't always necessarily work. No. So I just I'm, – I'm, I have a hard time – crediting Cleveland with any anything I had they they stole yeah big that time. trade it's a fantastic well, then, trade like then what the fuck is Boston I'm just curious like maybe Kyrie they feel like Kyrie is going to be the piece that gets them over the hump I, I don't know that has to be the only reason yeah that's the only way I could take because like I said they're that invested in of, Kyrie they must be and like I said I can understand why somebody would be because he was a star player on a championship team a team that went to three straight NBA finals. But again, I you're you're taking a gamble. So that's the big fucking gamble, especially within inner division. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. The one thing I will say uh, about this trade in the NBA in general, they operate in a way that people who run fantasy teams do or who play NBA like NBA two K sixty whatever. I don't know what the video game is, where you can go and make those trades that are only realistic in fantasy worlds yeah it happens all the time in the nba superstars move more in the nba than the other three major sports combined yeah oh yeah it's kind of fun it's to the to the non-invested viewer but if you're a fucking avid sports fan like can you just imagine if the if you couldn't keep all of your people in your pittsburgh uh, the Penguins and the and the fucking Steelers. Yeah, I that mean, Roethlisberger and Brown and, and Bell, Brown got dealt know. in a deal for yeah. fucking three other random people. Like it's it, like if well, if you the, were a if you were an avid NBA team fan, mm-hmm. and like you've been committed to that team forever. Like look at the fucking people; they're miserable. I I agree. I think it's kind of entertaining though, but it's entertaining you know, for us for us who aren't invested. But yeah, I could see the one thing that kills me though, and it's becoming a trend. Is when a person leaves a team, their fans burn their jerseys. Yeah, that's getting stupid. Their Boston, Boston fans are burning Isaiah Thomas's jerseys. Yeah, like he, got, he had anything to do with it. Thank you. He got traded. He didn't ask for the trade. They yeah. burned his jersey. They're burning his jersey. The guy who took him to what four games of the well, three games of the, the let's also NBA be, Finals. Let's call it what it is. Jesus. We're talking. Who were the two? Like who was another prominent burning? Cleveland. Cleveland and Boston burning jerseys. Surprise, surprise. When Gordon Hayward left, yeah, people, Utah, Utah was burning. Right, Utah, but they were doing it. The Mormons were doing it for like the heat, warmth. Yeah, they had to stay warm out in yeah, the mountains. Yeah, I saw that. I was, I was like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Telling the line, coming at you from the flop and slop studios here, talking a sports show with you. Uh, we were debating about doing a second one, just a, a regular show. We'll see if we can get to that or not. But for now. It's been a, a, a fantastic debate on what happens with Kyrie and Isaiah. I'm just It's not going to take long to find out because guess what? The uh Celtics open the season against the Cavaliers. Yeah. Right. So oh, you're going right. you're going to get your return on the investment to see who does what first. Um So I said that Cleveland won the trade big time. What about you? Oh yeah. Well, here's my the the reason I say it is like I never. I think Kyrie's a great ball player, but I don't like him. And I, I really like. The, and just in the year time that I seldom watch the NBA, I really liked what Isaiah Thomas did with the Celtics. And I liked. I've always liked Brad Stevens. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when he came in and he took over and like they became prominent again, I was all about it. 
Now, I could give two shits. They're all the evil emperor empire to me, and I'll probably just fucking root for the Pistons. Hmm. Got a story here that's going to be entertaining to you both, huh? and it's also ironic for the sake of irony. I haven't heard that in a minute. So we're going to do this. Uh, gives you guys some time to think if you have anything that is ironic for the sake of irony, but what I have is baseball. Legend in the Orioles family, Boog Powell. Bigger. Guys, remember him? Yes, remember. First baseman, masher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't remember him like to, we grew right, up watching him. I never parents, watched him play. But family. Like, he's a big part of uh, Baltimore area's culture there, hon. Now there's another player in the Major League Baseball made it to the show's names. What is his name? Boog Powell. Oh, that's, that's fucking horseshit. So, no no relation whatsoever. Right, so it's, unless it's an honor to Boog Powell, fuck you. I mean, it probably is. Mm-hmm. I'd have to assume so. Yeah, just like Isaiah Thomas. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's fine. So, Boog Powell, Powell is an outfielder for the Oakland Athletics yeah. who were in Baltimore this past week. Mm-hmm. Boog Powell did not have any home runs going to Camden Yards. He left with a home run from Camden Yards. Where did he hit his first major league career home run? Boog's Barbecue. Boog's Barbecue out in right field, That's man. Fucking insane. How crazy that. is that? Yeah, That's you awesome. can't write that shit. That's cool shit right there. I think that I hope there has to be a picture of those two together. What do you think the Vegas odds were on that? I, <laughs> I don't know, but... It, I hope Vegas doesn't have odds on Boog Pal hitting I Boog would. Pal. That would be incredible. You, did you know you can, put, you can make your own odds? You can go to Vegas bookies and say, hey, yeah. I want to bet that Boog Powell hits his first major league home run tonight and it goes into Boog Powell's barbecue, barbecue joint, and yeah. they'll give you odds. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Well, that was pretty cool. That would be insane. Yeah, I mean, those odds would, would be... Ve- so Vegas has to take it? Like, they'll be like... No, they don't have to. They don't have to, but... They can agree to it. Yeah. They can say, hey, yeah, I want these odds, but... Yeah, that's like a legitimate thing. Yeah. Uh, So that... Just crazy shit. No, I love that. And I... My... Like you said, we had Isaiah Thomas and the Boog Pal, and like the honored. Do you like? Do you know how many kids were named Cal? Oh, I bet. And I can. Do you know how many adults now are named Brooks? Like in the Baltimore area, sure, it's a huge thing. Like, so I'm hoping that. Oh yeah, in Pittsburgh, Sydney. Yeah. Oh yeah. Huge name. Huge name blown up Uh, after Sydney Ponson, right? Right. Exactly. The the dominant righty. Wasn't he a Southpaw? I don't know. Big fat ass. Out of Australia, mate. No. He was Australian. He was not. Yes, he was. He was a Netherlander. No. He He was from Aruba. Aruba. That's right. Um, I disagree. Hold on. Time out. We're making a bet. Sir Sidney Ponson. Okay. How much? What do we want to bet here? That he's not Australian. No, don't look at it. I'm not. I'm just I'm getting. Hey. I'm getting We're talking about Vegas. You know why I think it's this? Because I went to an Orioles game. And I re- I still remember it was the first one I went to mm-hmm. when Yvonne Coffey replaced Cal Ripken Jr. at Great. third base. Ever heard of him before? Yeah, no. But who has? Me. Okay, calm it down. Anyway, on the program was Sidney Ponson, and the co- and the cover title was Sidney Ponson down under. Where's down under? Right. Okay. Where? No, no. no. Where's down under? Australia. Thank you. All right. So let's do uh, let's do a bet. Um, do you want in, or do you just want it to be me and him? I, between you two. But... All right. Ten bucks. No. All right, five. Not, five bucks. I'll do a dollar. See, this is that horseshit, Mister. I have a bookie. You don't have a bookie. If you're so goddamn confident, you'll put down five bucks. I'm not putting five bucks on an Orioles nubber. But why are you so goddamn confident that he is from fucking Australia? Because of the title of the program. Five, Three dollars. Two fifty. I don't have change. That's what I'm. That's where I'm at. Two fifty or a dollar. Two fifty. Two fifty. He's from Aruba. Okay. If he's if it's not from either of us, it's then a push. We'll just give Tyler each two fifty. I won't. You're well, such a fucking cheap. I shit. am, man. I am unbelievable. He doesn't have a bookie. As we as he looks, I do. As he searches, I'm about to uh, put my yearly deposit for college football in. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred bucks. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you bucks won't to get me through a season. And you won't put down five dollars for your fucking overconfidence. Because I'm not a hundred percent sure on this. Right, because you're wrong. But then why would they name the title Sidney Ponson Down I Under? I don't care. Ah, uh, became ah, fuck me. That's two fifty for me. Let's read it to the people. Uh as a six one, two sixty, through right handed okay. Dickwad. Uh fastball ninety five, made his debut with the O's in ninety eight. Don't care. Third player from Aruba to play in the major leagues. Why don't you go suck my balls tonight? 
Can you tell me the last team he played for? I'll give you the year. I don't know. It's 2009. Do you mm, know? Wow. If I had to, I'll throw a guess throw out. Throw a guess out there. The Rays? No. Damn. AL or NL? It was an AL team. He didn't. He did pitch for one NL, two L, two NL teams. The A's. No. Who? The Royals. Oh, Here's a list of teams: Orioles, Giants, Orioles again, yeah. Cardinals, Yankees, Twins, oh, yeah. Rangers, Yankees, Royals. Wow. He was not that good. No. No. Wasn't he supposed to be like? He awesome. Was, he was, he was he's supposed, supposed to be good. To be good. Yeah. He's just he wasn't a fucking one. 91 and 113 with an ERA of 5.03. I feel like that's average. I'm pretty sure he got like a DUI. I wouldn't be surprised. Probably because he ate like... While he was in Baltimore. He looks... You know how they say like David Wells and Charles Barkley don't look like athletes? Eh. This dude looks like a beer league. He looks like he hangs out with... David uh, Wells, yes. Young Charles Barkley was a fucking machine. Monster. Come on. When your nickname is the Round Mound of Rebound? Yeah, but did you like, ever see him like when he was young? Like Brit shithouse. Like, yeah. Now, Charles <laughs> Barkley, yeah. Yeah. But Shh. then, he was a man. All right. Uh, John Daly. Sorry. Yes. Sorry. John but John Daly. Daly doesn't go around ever act. That's my favorite thing about John Daly. He's like, oh, I drink about 30 beers a day. He said that. Yeah. And he smokes on the course. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't it's give great. a shit. He does, and doesn't. He's glorious. He does never. He's never claimed to be an athlete, he, yet he's done more athletic accomplishments than people that claim to be athletes. He pulls hotties like it's nobody's business. Well, he pulls them with money, and they come still to that pulls weird him. blonde hey, fucking s- mullet. Still pulls them. Yeah. Baseball. I got one more story on baseball. Um, <gasps> where are we at time was? Are we near break or yeah, no? We are definitely near break. But right, what do you we'll got? Fi- we'll finish up baseball and then we'll take All a break. Right. Uh, the Dodgers, man. How can we not talk about the Dodgers? Because they're winning and I don't give a fuck. They're winning at a ridiculous clip. Yeah. So the, the Diamondbacks and the Rockies mm-hmm. are in second and third place in the West. Twenty mm-hmm. some odd games behind first place Dodgers, yeah. and they would be first in most divisions. They're going to win the wild card, right? Yeah. They're going to. They're going to. It's them two, one, two, and three, and nobody mm-hmm. else is close, right? Exactly. Have you ever seen a dominant, as dominant a performance that you're seeing right now from the Los Angeles Dodgers? I would say in any sport, but then you got you know the the Patriots. Yeah, so let's, so let's yeah. keep it to baseball on this. Let's literally say like last year's fucking uh, Golden State. But I, um, what did the Mariners do one year? Oh, they were like one sixteen or something yeah, like that. Yeah, those, but they didn't win. That's, it all. And that's what I'm saying about the Dodgers. Is like they have to win it to make it. Doesn't it doesn't matter anything. what they're doing now. Like they got to keep their eyes on the prize. Because how many playoffs now have they been to where it's like yeah many? You know what I mean? Like under like, Magic Johnson, they're even. like the uh, the nineties. Freaking uh, Braves. Braves. Yeah, yeah. Like, they did win one, though. And that's, that's where true. they gain credibility. Yeah, but if they, they don't do win one. gain credibility. But even then, their lack of titles comparatively still With outweighs. the amount of pitching they had. Like yeah. Some of the, like, all, what was it? Maddox, Smoltz, and Glavin, all Hall of Famers. Yeah. yeah all like, and they only won one World Series. Yeah. And, and I mean, yeah. they had Chipper Jones. Mm-hmm. You know, Fred McGriff was over there for some time. Was, was uh, Andrew Jones on that Andrew, team? Andrew. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, do you want to John take John Rocker? John, hey, well, I love John. that guy. Oh, he yeah. was a fucking asshole. <laughs> he was a dick, but man, he—he's he the guy I want closing baseball games. Let me tell you that. that I don't. Big motherfucking redneck. Yeah, he was. He didn't have a good record. He was just famous for being a loudmouth. When he first came in, uh, he was pretty. Yeah, pretty, I know, but he's not somebody I want closing baseball games. I think he's like a a, a, a blip on the radar, and the only reason people remember him is because. He had a big mouth. He He's a Randy Myers. Like, those are the guys. They had a couple really good years, and then they shit the bed. Dude, I would still take him. I want a guy that comes out with that adrenaline. I don't. It's baseball. Like, who do you, <laughs> Mariano Rivera is yeah. arguably, no, he is the best closer ever. You don't want him. You want John Rocker over Mariano Rivera. You know he only played five years in the yeah, bigs. He did yeah, not he sucked. Not, he was not good. 88 You're, saves. Yeah. Oh, great. 13 and 22. With Zach Britton's going to have that many consecutively. Dang, I didn't know he flamed out that quickly. Yeah, he was yeah. Golly. In the pan, Sitting there was, asking for him. He was, you could have him. Anyway, let's talk about the Dodgers. You want to have Daryl Strawberry too? Hey, man. He could play yeah. whenever he was sober. Oh, um, you want to take a stab at their record right now? Uh-oh. I don't know what I did to your thing. I don't want to. It's all right. I'll fix it. Is it still recording? I hope so. Hey, everybody. Um, How many games... 
what's there? What's there? Go click up in the right hand corner. Don't fucking yell at me. Or left hand corner. I'm sorry. Record. Out of, out of how many games are we? Uh, let's see. They have played 124. Are you good at math? 114. <laughs> no. The answer? No. Four carry the one, eight, nine, ten, 12. 124. I was right the first time. Well, you second-guessed yourself, you dumb son of a bitch. Because you made me do it, not asshole. Fault. Not my fault. You're dumb. 124. What's the record? Um, Sports are happening. Out of 124. Uh, they are. I'll say. They are. 88. And damn, I was going to say 85 and 39. 30. Yeah. 88 and 36. Six. 89 and 35. Holy shit. Shout out to Tyler for pulling it within one. He totally won the spread on that one. Arizona's record. They're. 12 games over 500. Yeah, they're great. They're 69 and 57. Rockies wow. are 68 and 57. Both having a great year. Both will make the postseason. And they're 21 and 21 and a half games out of first, respectively. That's right. It's ridiculous. That's, that's like the fucking uh, the, the West. It's nuts. Good for them, though. I, yeah. I, I hope they can pull it out. If there's anybody I would like to see win a ship, it would be Kershaw. Eh. I love that dude. Surefire Hall of Famer. First ballot, no doubt. I want to see him win a championship. Towing the line. We're going to go into break because we got more sports to talk. Uh, oh, oh no, we'll go to break, and then we're going to come back with some... Uh, Are you staying or leaving? Let's let's figure that out Yeah, first. we need to know now. You fucking preppy son of a bitch. You do look like and a preppy son of a bitch right now. Purple fucking polo. With your little green polo guy. And your, and your shorts that are way too small and, and too tight. Big case How are your nuts Swiss breathing right now? Lavender. And yes, That's, that doesn't make it any better. It makes Swiss it worse. The problem is, is that he can pull it off. I'm eating. Camp. I'm eating dinner with her grandparents for the first time. So oh, I'm trying to look at least respectable. Where are you going? Let me put on my best thrice shirt. Burger King, right? <laughs> no, doing the bur- we're just BK Lounge. Their, yeah, the BK Boiler. <laughs> do her place. Her no, grandparents. Her grandparents' place. house. Do you listen? Do you listen to anything, no. or do you just randomly ask as many questions? I'm just confused why somebody goes and meets their. Like it's. I understand meeting the parents is a big thing. Oh, people meet grandparents all the time. Not mine. It's actually. Well, yeah. I've met them already. I just have never been over to their house for dinner. Right. And so now they're gonna make meatloaf. I don't know. I think she said they're making like a turkey dinner. Oh, it's because yeah. you're coming. Probably. I've never had turkey outside of Thanksgiving. It's going to be weird. It, you yeah. never had a you turkey to, sandwich? It is. It's different. No, oh, no, like not like lunch turkey. meat, like an actual turkey yeah, meal. I thought that too. That's kind of weird. Are you staying? I can what stay. time is it? What else What else we got to talk quarter about? Quarter to four. It's quarter to four. Yeah, I can stay. All right. All right. All right. We'll be back here on Taming the Motherfucking Line.
Welcome back to Telling the Line. I'm Matt. That's Mikey Two Shits, and that is Tyler, our expert NBA savant. You sleep on Mikey Two Shits? Yeah, Two Mikey Shits here, baby. After I was busting out a little Matty Potatoes Man. all yesterday for you, Listen, couldn't come up with a name. Matty That's you. Potatoes. You know why? Because no one gives Two Shits. Mikey Two Shits. Take a walk. So, where are we broadcasting from? Oh, yeah. We are broadcasting <laughs> live from the plop and slop. It's not the, it's plop, the plop and slop. The Come stop on, and gop. <laughs> what is know. funny about that nickname is you can literally just fucking butcher it and it still sounds. Yeah, it, does. it does. The plop and slop. <laughs> but, but it's the one that you picked yourself. I, I just think any Tyler word... and I had no. If I had any... my choice out of these ones, it would have been the bone zone. The bone <laughs> right. Zone. Exactly. And it, it was terrible. I like that one. I like Nickelodeon Studios a lot. It's um, the Flop and Slop Studios from Odenton, Maryland, and we are... This is our sports... I'm Mike. Uh, he's Tyler. He's the taint of Odenton. Okay, listen. <laughs> if you interrupt me one more time, I'm going to rip out the mic cord and <laughs> choke you <laughs> with it. So we're, uh, we have been talking about uh, the NBA and the big moves that are happening. Um, the NFL is kicking off. Uh, but this Saturday, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's starting up there, big College boy? College football's back. Hell yeah. College football. I'm really excited. I am too. I've been waiting for fucking football forever. Mainly because it means summer's almost over, and I don't do heat well. Fuck. The, we got... There's mosquitoes. The fucking humidity is bullshit. I wore socks the other night, and my feet got eaten alive from a mosquito yeah. somehow. Fucking but I enjoy waking up around ten on a Saturday, yep. and being yep. able to watch college football starting at noon. You like a, do you like a midnight. game day with um, waking up to Lee Corso, Lee Corso, Corso putting on the hat. <laughs> Who's the dude? Uh, the former Georgia linebacker, David Pollock. David Pollock. Yeah. He actually's not bad. Well, he's the guy that what, broke think, his I, neck. He broke his neck. Yeah, he first. It's like the first weight. two games in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, he's Dunsky. But then he like has come back, lost a ton of weight, and he's fucking. He's pushed. good. I like it. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. he's good. Who else? I got Desmond. Desmond oh, Howard. Desmond. Yeah, he's good. Heisman Trophy winner uh, they, out of Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, and they have Herbie. Is Herbie back again? Herb Street and Fowler. Yeah. Herb Street out of OSU, the Ohio Boston, State yeah. University. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we are pretty uh, well versed. Lee Corso. Was he Notre Dame? Nope. Nah. He, he was. Went to, he went to Florida State. And do you yeah. know who his roommate was in college? I didn't know where he went to school. How would I know his roommate? Why are you going to cry about it? Who's his roommate? Are you you might cry? know him as Smokey from Smokey and the Bandit. He doesn't know who that is. Burt Reynolds. Oh, Burt Reynolds. Yeah. I, I, I would think so. You, you said it, it after the, I said Matt, it. You're that guy. No. Oh, yeah. Uh, Burt, oh, yeah, Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. Yeah, I was going to say that. I was going to say that. It, I was going to say that. It took me a second to process it. I don't want to lose your balls Keep drinking. You know who's never going to call you to be in their band? The Outfield. They actually might because they're not doing a whole lot after their one song. Ever. Yeah, they, they, they might. Well, they actually might come on this fucking podcast. They have had one song. <laughs> the Outfield will be joining us on television. I feel like line. Leona Lewis is going to make an appearance here pretty mm-hmm. soon. I mean, look, I, I oh feel man. like you've just been throwing out 80s like it's been your job. The fuck's that for? What did I tell you about critiquing my music selection? We literally listened to fucking Nelly yesterday. If you come for me again, I'm going to break you in half. I'm going to take your tiny little bitch body and shove you back to Pittsburgh. Are we clear? I was just saying, it's, it had an 80s feel. Anyway, Tyler, who's your big team? Uh, who's your Who's your big team? Who's your favorite team? Because neither of us went to, neither of us, all three of, neither of the three of us? I don't know. Wow. Nobody went to a big. All thrice of us all th- have never been to a big time D one D- D- school. Yeah. So right. who's well, your team? Michigan. Oh really? Wolverines. Yeah. I never in a million years would have guessed that. My uncle's a huge Michigan fan, so Tyler naturally grew up as such. Same as you. My dad is a huge Ohio State fan. Oh and, shit! And oh. So my brother. So the game is like a my big dad, deal. Pretty yeah. Intense. It's, a, yeah. it's one of the best rivalries in sports, though. Oh, easily. I love it. Oh, it's abs- there's no and anyone that questions it's stupid. I went to school in Ohio, so everybody there was Ohio State fans. They would X out all the M's during game day and all. Yeah, but the atmosphere around people that are that serious about this uh, this game, it's really fun. Hmm. Oh, I mean, there's a hundred thousand people like the big house. Like, oh the, yeah, the amount of people that show up is just that's a lot of fucking people. Uh, but where here's did, my question: where did you go to school? Marietta, Ohio. 
guarantee you your high school was bigger than the total enrollment at Marietta. Wow. Very small. Private school, but had a great time there. Gotcha. Had a lot of uh, student-to-professor molesting. Twelve to one. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, who's your team then? Ohio State. I don't honestly. I used I used to follow Maryland for a while yeah. there, and then once they got rid of Ralph Regan, I kind of just fell off and got pissed off. So I just kind of pick a random team. Yeah, I'm more of a Pitt fan. Um, I, I will root if, for Pitt if Penn State's playing a, a team. I'll cheer for Penn State, but if Pitt and Penn State will play, che- well, especially a, I, I go for Pitt at that point. Will you cheer for them if Sandusky's on the sideline? The Sandman can't do that one. You know, <laughs> can't can't do that one. Uh, Speaking of you know, so Sandusky, there's another Jerry Sandusky. Yeah, he right? fucking calls he's the, the Ravens. calls the games for the Ravens. Yeah, well, spells it with a G. For I don't know if that's it. he was born that way, but if or if he changed no, that's it, how he's yeah, always that's how he's always it. spelled it. Good for him for yeah. you know making that separation. Yeah, he, good God, for him. He had God, no choice. Yeah, the guy got a lot of unnecessary hate mail for. Well, he probably still does. Probably right. still does. People, People are that stupid that he is the Jerry Sandusky that they think that, that the Ravens would employ yes. a man in prison to call their fucking home games on the radio. Well, he's not the only guy who has the same name as somebody else. We we learned about Boog Powell earlier. Yeah. Well, now there's a broadcaster for ESPN. His name is Robert Lee. This man is an Asian American. Okay, his name is Robert Lee. And he was initially given the assignment of working the Virginia game in Charlottesville uh, during week one. And then ESPN came out and said, you know what? Don't think it's such a hot idea. We're going to move him to another game. So here's my thing. I'm by no means are we downplaying the issues of Charlottesville. What we're down, what we are going to upplay here is ESPN's fucking absolute stupidity to make this a deal. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely asinine. He's an Asian-American, and his last name is Lee, a common Asian last name in whatever capacity. Yes. So this is asinine. It's dumb. This is offensive to him. Is it not offensive to him? Oh, yeah. You know if what? anyone this is offensive to, it's offensive to Robert Bobby Lee. Because here's the thing. I guarantee you what happened. ESPN came out with their schedule. They said, all right, you guys are taking this game, this game. Uh, Lee, Robert Lee, you got uh, the game in Charlottesville. Great. Then the you know the Virginia at, at Virginia, then Charlottesville unfortunately happens, yep. and they're like, "Ooh, the pushback is going to be so severe." What I'm sorry. pushback? Does anybody care about the names of the broadcasters broadcasting football games? No. Does Ever. anyone name? What are you going to do? What like what is somebody that is so fucking adamantly against all of this going to do? Oh, uh, your name is Robert Lee, you Asian American. You can't call the football game down here. That's horseshit. This is asinine, and if anything, it's like offensive. It's an offensive on the level that they're not letting him call the game. What if they? What if the color guy had some sort of historical name to go along with it? You know, but it's all just—it's ironic. It's—it's—it's it's, it's not. It's—it's it's not ironic. It's just happenstance that it, his name would be that. Right. And, yeah. But nobody gives two shits about it. He's trying to do his job. He's an Asian American. Lee he's just trying a, to do his Lee job. Lee is a common last. What I'm I, assuming he's Chinese. I don't know. I will look what, it up. That's a common last name. Yeah. What I think is fucked up is I think that if he would, if he was a guy that went by Bob or Bobby or Rob, yeah. anything but Robert, they would not have made a deal about this. If that, if that, that's what he went by. But I think the fact that he goes by Robert, they were just like, oh, fuck. I think it's a bad look for ES for an organ for a company that's been you know not looking too good lately it's even a worse look for them right now what does this mean like if this okay so here's my thing is like if they're so adamant about being proactive with civil rights and fucking this this is not is this the one thing they're gonna do they're gonna fucking pull their asian commentator it's dumb. This it's, is this is the lazy horse shit that people and organizations like ESPN do. They try to find something and they act like they're fucking heroes. They're champions of the cause because they fucking pulled an Asian commentator from a college football game. What would happen if Robert Lee came back to ESPN and was like, you know what, guys? I think I really rather call that game at the University of Virginia. Well, now and took gonna, it and now and, and, now and took it public ordeal. and took it public. He won't. No, he won't. But what if he did? Well, I'm saying like he, how. What does ESPN do at that point? Nothing. They can't. Or they tell him no. What do you think? I don't fucking know. I hate this shit. Yeah, I, I hate ESPN. <laughs> I hate Sports Center. I hate everything about the way sports are called anymore. So that whole it, it's just stupid. It's just jumping the gun. You know. I don't, 
I don't know what else you can say about it other than it's just stupid. Like somebody just thought way too hard. They're making a mountain out of a molehill. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, literally, there is a ESPN. The longest commentator at ESPN's name is Bob Lee. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He spells it. Spelled it L-E- L-E-Y. Yeah, yeah. Different. It's just like, what are we gonna do? Just fire him now? You know. Well, Bob, we can't have you going anywhere near yeah. the South. Like that's horseshit. Like, I don't, I don't even. I it, it leaves me dumbfounded. It kills me because the man was just trying to do his job. And you know what? He's probably not making a big deal out of it. Probably not. He's probably like, fuck. I'll go to Pittsburgh and Youngstown. I'll do right. that game because that's the game he got reassigned. To. Right. But I, you, you get to a point where you're like. What is ESPN thinking? Obviously, every the, the firings and the horseshit. But on top of that, like, this is your stance on Charlottesville. Your stance is to pull your Asian commentator. Well, I don't, I don't think it matters that he's Asian. I do. I, I don't at all. I think it's super important because it's a like not only. I think if he's not, he's not a white guy. He could have been white, black, Asian. Uh, if it, he was, it doesn't matter if, he was a, if his name is Robert Lee. That's why he's they're pulling him because they think it's a bad look because of. The but that's what makes that it no. Up. The fact that he's an Asian American makes it that much more stupid because he's not a white man. He's not wearing Confederate garb and he's not going around preaching the South will rise again. He's an Asian guy. He's Chinese and he's going to do his job. Yeah, he's trying to make his mark in the broadcast. Fucking bullshit. He's this is. I'm. Take it away. I'm fucking pissed. You find a little Leona Lewis in there? Yeah. I'm yeah. <laughs> Get angry. Right. Um, aside from that, so college football starts this weekend, then they have their uh, – with uh, certain teams, and then next weekend is when everybody gets involved. Yeah. And in two weeks from now, because I don't know if we're going to do another sports show next week. So one of the big matchups in week one is Alabama, number one, versus number three, Florida State. Yeah. yeah. Roll damn tide yeah. versus se- the Seminoles. Um, when it comes to the football playoffs, one of those teams is going to have a loss on their record. Yeah. After week one. Yeah. Should the loser of that game be eliminated from playoff contention? No, I I almost don't like the uh, the. I mean, I get why they've been doing these like early season like monster mashups now with you know it's for ratings and it's gonna, it's like gonna be a hell of a game yeah and it's gonna be but it's just i'll put it to you this way whoever loses has 10 times a better chance to make the playoffs say you know like florida state loses to alabama and then they roll off 12 straight wins blah 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 they're going to be – everybody's going to say Florida State's a playoff team. Because you know, they lost in week they one. They lost in week one. Now, if Florida State loses to Alabama in week 10 and there's other teams on the rise, then they're yeah. more likely to miss it. So, I don't know. It's it, when you lose that fucking matters in this yeah, goddamn exactly. league. Yeah, exactly. It's all about when you lose. So, it's – And I think that's For both of, of those teams, for both of those teams, it's a, it's a win-win because you get to play a hell of a game. Whoever wins basically vaults to number one. Mm-hmm. Or stays at number one, and whoever loses still has basically an entire season to make make up their lost ground. Yeah, because whoever loses, it's going to be like, oh well, they lost to Alabama, who was ranked number one, or they lost to Florida, Florida State, State, who was ranked number three, week one. Well, whatever happens, Alabama and Florida State have to run. Whoever loses that game, they have to run the table. Yeah, well, from there, two t- two losses generally. Won't get you in the playoffs. Yeah, generally. Generally. What was uh, Ohio State's record that year? Uh, last yeah, year, I think saying. they had like two losses. Yeah. yeah. Two or three. I don't know. Uh, who do you guys got? If, if you had to pick the winner of the <clears throat> national championship today. Ah, oh, fuck. And that's, I mean, it's it's the dumbest. It's the hackiest. It's the uh, stickiest of the shtick. We'll do a much more thorough when we get to the, uh, when they do the final four. Obviously. We'll but, have a big follow-up. But I think right now, um, I don't know. Is Alabama? Yeah, right. Like that's all right. Is Nick Saban the best college football coach of all time? Is he getting there? Yeah, I mean he's definitely up there in the talks. Yeah. He's not like it's not. There's no controversy about him. You saying that, but I mean it depends on who you're comparing him to. I gotta look at the fucking numbers. He's definitely the reason one of the best. I would say Nick Saban is and well, when it's said and done, will be the best is because you look at the history or you look at the conversation. Of who's the best ever? Bear Bryant. Bear Bryant. Um, you know, Lou Holtz. Lou, yeah, Lou Holtz. No. <laughs> Steve Spurrier? No. Eh. 
The yeah, one thing that's all that, the old guys. All the old guys. Yeah, right. you're talking about. Like, I was just trying to bring Paterno's a little bit. You wanted to bring a little bit of lisp into it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, no, I, I wanted to bring a little bit of the currency into it. He, Tyler's right. It's like it's Blood Paterno Wilkinson, and Bowden. John McKay. Yeah. The thing that Nick Saban has done that none of these all-time greats have done is that he's won a national championship with two teams. LSU and Alabama. Oh, I forgot he was with LSU first. I was trying to think where he was. That's right. So, he's he's brought Alabama back to dominance. Remember, they were well. Here's my thing: they were nothing growing up in the '90s. If that's the case, what are we talking like? How is Urban Meyer not in the talk too? Oh wait, never mind. Urban Meyer's one with two teams. Sure has. Florida Florida and Ohio State. State. Yep. So I just like to me, it's like they have that. I think well, Saban's got more uh, championships, but I mean they're. To me, those two are comparable. Like you're gonna work when we're fucking ninety. Yeah, yeah. Um, those are gonna be the names that we talk about. Sure, right? Bear Bryant will be a voice, and he's such a historic legend because he's been dead and he was back in the day. But when Saban and Urban are gone, yeah, people are gonna be saying the same shit about those guys. I, my thing about Urban Meyer, I don't think that Urban, I'm not saying he's a bad coach. I think Nick Saban's a better coach. I think he took over. Mm-hmm. He he took an LSU team that wasn't great, made them great national championships team he left he took an Alabama team that wasn't great turned them into national championship Urban Meyer left Florida with chest pains or whatever and then he conveniently took over fell into Ohio State State team it's a very good point I don't he knew Trussell was on his way out I'll credit him with his national championship at OSU it was a great team it was a great win he made the decision. Well, I mean, he didn't really have a decision to put Cardell Jones in, but that was unbelievable. Yeah, still, it was. It wasn't like he took over uh, Bethune Cookman and took him to the <laughs> national championship. So. Youngstown State. So we're going to talk about the irrelevance of preseason, but I, I feel like that's just. I don't want to. Okay. We're going to, but I don't want to. Instead, uh, I found an interesting study done by Fanatics, the website, uh, and. It's the most and least dateable fan bases in the NFL. So they they pulled a whole bunch of fans throughout the NFL, and they asked them questions, and then the results yeah, right. came out. So the most and least dateable fan sites. Before we get to that mm-hmm. most and least dateable, there were other answers. I'm drinking, by the way, a coconut-flavored beer. It's kind of good. So it's like for a if Hawaiian you want, beer. I'll take your man card later. Well, if I'll you want. So let me get this straight. I'll, uh, like, donkey punch basically, you later. you're personifying a girl as a sports team, or like no, no, no. So here we go. All right. Um. There. Uh. Okay. So the first one was, would you date a girl on a rival team? So you're both Ravens um, fans. Yeah. Would I date a Steelers? fan? Would you state a Steelers fan? Yes. Would you? Yeah. So you two are half of the audience. 50% of Ravens fans would not date a Steelers fan. Right. Those are the same 50% that also have 50% of their teeth. Mm. Go on. They those t- are the 50% that were like backing up Ray Rice. They were. Yeah. Like, that's like, true. But those are the same people. He didn't do nothing, Han. I mean, we lived together for a while and Sundays were contentious whenever the Steelers and the Ravens played. Great. I Imagine also, dating a chick. I also don't have to fuck you. Like, here's the thing is like, what if, what if she wore a, a Roethlisberger jersey you, in bed you, and like, got, you're just trying to pound it and you had to stare at number seven the entire time. I wouldn't care. I would, really? I would take the fucking, I, are what we if she, really, I'm not going into the logistics of fucking. What if she insisted that it uh, stay And on? I would insist that sh- I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to, go into the relationship sexual orientation piece of this but I'm going to tell you is this is that how often are you fucking talking about sex or talking about sports during sex none well right see no this is horseshit I would absolutely because the reality of it is is that none of it's that serious so Cleveland also appeared on this list at number nine they also would not date Steelers fans so Steelers fans apparently apparently Pittsburgh chicks and or dudes, I guess. I don't I think it was uh, male and female and that aren't desirable to Baltimoreans or Clevelandites. Right. Well, here's the thing is that Pittsburgh assumes that a vegetable is a fucking French fry, so they <laughs> throw it on their sandwich. It's a great sandwich. Mm. Uh, all right. Most and least desirable fan bases to date. So they did uh, 
a survey and what fan base was the most desirable? I'm going to give you a hint here for the number one answer. I think I know. Think location. Yeah, yeah, I know. I have to take a go guess. ahead. Yeah, Mine, I have a guess too. I would. S- Don't say if he's right or wrong. I won't. Is this? I would say the Tennessee Titans. Okay. okay. I would have either. I'm going to say Miami Dolphins. Oh, yeah. You were closer because of the warm. It's the Los Angeles Rams. I was thinking that too. L.A. Rams. They have no fan base. That, yeah, well, that's, that's it. That's part. why. That's probably right. part of it. So they were number one. Surprising number two. Detroit Lion fans are pretty what? desirable. They're most dateable. Followed by the Cardinals, the Bills, and the Los Angeles the Chargers. Bills? Bills? Are you out of your fucking? Because all it does is snow up there, so yeah, all you can say. do is cuddle with them when the weather gets bad. Doesn't mean they're desirable. It means uh, they're hey. a necessity for warmth. Worst teams. Who do you think is the least desirable fan to date? Eagles. It has to be Eagles. Or the Giants. Neither of them are on the top five. Uh, Number one? Cincinnati Bengals. The New England Patriots. See, I don't know what this list is. Yeah, based Based off of what? Based off of people they asked. Who's undateable? Boston Boston fans are undateable. They go to a bunch of fucking... uh, They're they're uh, Jags. The Buff- Boston like, fans are jacked. No, no, here. Like, I don't know. Maybe balls. Maybe Buffalo chicks are hot. I don't know. I haven't seen any of them. You're if sitting here defending this chick- list like it's your fucking list. If I was thinking of a chick from Buffalo, I'd think of like some big hearty fucking like. Like she knows how to make stew and she can also cook. Have you ever seen Finnish chicks? Like Swedish chicks? All those over in Scandinavia are hot as shit. So maybe they're hot as fuck up in Baltimore too, but we don't know about it because we don't traverse to Baltimore or to Buffalo because it's fucking Buffalo. Why? Because you're so loud. I can't even hear you. I just think of like blue collar. I don't yeah. know. Have you been to Buffalo? I I've been to Buffalo. Right. Well, then like... don't tell me I haven't been there. Los Angeles, all the hot spots. Yeah. Buffalo makes no sense. This list is stupid. Least desirable. Number one was New England. Number two, Dallas. Makes sense. Number Does it? Th- yeah, because they're... You're, think you're... of the arrogance of the fan bases. Right. I guess okay, I'm looking so, at this as a guy. Like, if yeah. you were a girl looking at this, like, as what guys are big douches. Yeah. Right. I just don't yeah, think there was enough so detail. So, number, number one is the Patriots. Number two is the Cowboys. Number three is the Steelers. Right. It's the same thing. The teams that win are the teams yeah, that people don't like. just this named, like, the three best dynasty teams. <laughs> number, four the, number four are the, the Packers. Packers. Yeah. Right. <laughs> number five is the five. Falcons. That doesn't make sense. So, but uh, I got a couple more. And I, are we, they as dumb as the fucking Bills being it. attractive? Eh, kind of. Would okay. This question asked the percentage of fans that would change political parties rather than date a rival. Now I'm not going to ask for your political party affiliation because I could give two shits. But would you change if if the girl you were dating was of the opposite political party? Would you change your political party before you dated a rival? No. Thank you. So you'd keep your political party yes. and date a rival yes. before you change your political yeah, party to, to date somebody who was your fan base. Yeah, I would stay what I am and date a Steelers fan before I change Changed it to be to date a Ravens fan. I don't care yeah, either because, way. Yeah, because I'm not I'm not gonna change. Like I, even if I date a Steelers fan, it doesn't mean I'm changing. Like I might yell at my Right. On game yeah, game. I don't honestly care either way. I think it's a dumb question. I've but dated all political parties and all fucking fans. It's interesting to know that the majority, well, not the majority, twenty nine percent of Bills fans would switch their political affiliation rather than date their rival. Followed by the Texans, Rams, Falcons, Dolphins, Browns, Ravens come in at number seven on that list. Mm. Would you rather give up sex for a year? No, no. Then date a rival. No. <laughs> Next. Coming in tops on the list at 24%, one out of every four Baltimore Ravens fans would rather go a year without sex than date a Steelers fan. That makes sense. It makes sense. Weird. Isn't it though? They're all from fucking Dundalk. uh, Also on that list, the Bills, uh, Bears, Texans, Bills, Falcons, Saints. Dolphins, Bucks, Lions, and Cardinals, Whatever. and I did not know that the Buccaneers had rivalries. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Some of these teams' rivals aren't even like their rivalries don't match. There like are very Baltimore. few rivalries. There's in this very league. few rivalries that are that, that are worth fucking to f- Baltimore, Pittsburgh, and Green Bay, Chicago. Yes. Yeah, they are, but not and then, like, the Dallas, whole, Washington, the whole NFC East. But this, that's it. Like, even Dallas and Washington, like the, the whole AFC city of DC, South, is split. 
the AFC East has like the you know like the Patriots, Jets, Bills. They none of those fucking no because the Patriots have dominated for fifteen years. All right, last one. Would you date somebody of the same religion? Wait, what? Would you? Okay, would you? Would you switch religions? I don't. Or date a rival? Yeah, I still date. Still date a rival. And of course, uh, you guys don't. The Ravens don't appear on that list. Number one, the Eagles, sixty-eight percent. Right, because they're all a bunch of fucking paganist. Over, they're all a bunch of paganist over religion. So uh, they, they fucking sacrifice goats still. And the Steelers come in at number four on the list. Wow. See, none of this is. I just thought it was an interesting study. I do. It's just you lost all credibility when Buffalo Bills fans are hot. Hey, man. No. Maybe we need to take a trip up to Buffalo. I've been there. Go There's, to a Bills game. It's like maybe they, feet. It's maybe like a bunch of there. the men and women look the same. They all walk around and their faces look like feet. Because they're all wearing parkas. Right. Because yeah. it's always it's cold. It's, it's even cold now. Miserable. Parkas and chili. That's so what Buffalo does. Yeah, I don't. Kind of like here on Tone the Line. We talk just better than you do. There's more to it than that. I forgot it, and you didn't come in with it. Right, so. but you just that's not how it starts. Whatever. Last but not least on this edition of Towing the Line, <laughs> sports show. There it is. We've been waiting for it all, all show long. You've just over-talked my farts. All show long, we've been waiting for the uh, usual fart noise from Matt. The last one that we got to talk about, this Saturday, Monster Fight. Is it? Yeah, no, it is. Yeah. Mayweather versus McGregor in a boxing match. Okay, let me ask this question. Is it a monster fight like Ali Frazier, or is it a monster fight like, hey, a shit ton of people are going to pay money for this fucking circus? What do you think? Well, I'm just saying, because the way way people are talking about it, it's like 50-50, and it's not the fucking case. I don't even know what to say about this fight. I... The only the only outcome that will make this fight historic is if McGregor knocks him out, which I don't think is going to happen. Do you think that this is going to be a dud? Like, yes. there, so there's been a ton of hype. We know Mayweather as a boxer, undefeated, forty nine and zero. Yeah. But he doesn't. Re- he's known for his quickness and his dodging abilities, he's as opposed one, to his striking abilities. Is this just going to be? A he's very boring yes. fight. He's yeah. one of the most. De- he is one of the best defensive boxers of all time and so he's gonna have what a fucking guy that doesn't box trying to knock him out yeah. if he hasn't been knocked out by boxers what makes people think he's gonna get knocked out by a guy that kicks a little conor mcgregor fought nate diaz in two yes. fights and couldn't knock him out right in, why is he without, gonna knock out without nate boxing gloves without you know he's fisticuffs yeah straight up fisticuffs in his own sport yeah what yeah. gives people the? Is it just hope? I think. Yeah, I think what people are saying for the majority of this one is Mayweather's old and McGregor doesn't care. Oh, so m- is that how all it takes. So how a lot of the other boxers approached Mayweather, you know, they were dancing around with him. They think McGregor's going to go on the offensive and just balls to the wall, throw haymakers until he connects. I just think in forty nine fights, you don't think one other boxer thought the same thing. <laughs> no, it's it's true though. Yeah, and they were boxers. That's the thing to like, me. I'm is just, like, you know, dude, like you. That's what I'm saying. In 49 fights, like this is like the fight of a lifetime for some of those guys. You think they didn't like give Mayweather everything they had? Like you don't think they tried some kind of different kind of approach? Like of course they did. And they were boxers. Manny Pacquiao was ranked one of the pound for pound hardest punchers mm-hmm. in all of boxing. Right, and he couldn't couldn't do it. He couldn't tag Mayweather. He couldn't get him in. I, are you going to watch it? No. It's this Saturday. Good? It's, too, it's this it's, Saturday. Yeah, it's too inconvenient and, for me. I'm working anyway. And so. then the fight's usually... It's a, it's a pay-per-view fight, first off. So it's, I think it's like 100 bones. Um, unless wanna, you unless wanna, you want to do standard def. Standard def is 70. You want to go to the local fucking... Watering hole? Yeah. <laughs> and maybe find a spittoon? All right, why not? Yeah, sure. I don't care. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Am I an inconvenience? No. I, I would love to go. No, I was no. I, th- I was just trying to find a party first. Oh, I hate parties. Do you? I don't like going if to somebody, a... No, no. Because if somebody's going to buy it, and then there's going to be food and alcohol there, and all I got to do is bring like a 12-pack? And then pack? I got to sit around and talk to people. I don't want to talk to people. I just want to sit down and watch it and then leave. But it's not going to... That's the other thing. It's I'll not buy... going to be on until like 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. What? My, my, the way I'm the... looking at this now, as a police officer that's working that night, is like, what is the... 
the backlash that's going to come up this fight. Like, how many drunks are going to be on the road after this fight? These two schlubs right here. Maybe we need you as an escort to get us home that night. No, I'm not going to drink and drink. How much does a police escort cost? Can you buy those? No. No, they're only... (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of bullshit. I feel like if I needed to get somewhere fast, I should be able to buy a police escort. No, I don't know how that works, but... It's not a thing. You don't get a police escort. That's for funerals and the president. All right, so who you got in the fight? Mayweather. Who you got? Money. Motherfucking Mayweather. Yeah, I want to go with McGregor because it seems like the hipster trendy thing to do, but until Mayweather loses, I I mean, I can't. Well, let's do this, um, like, how? To make it, just to make it, like, because we're all going to pick Mayweather, so let's all, like, maybe get a little deeper into it. I pick... Mayweather knocks him out in five. Oh, it's going to go the distance. Okay, it's going to be. Uh, it's a good decision. Yeah, it's going decision to go. To, it's going to go to decision. It's going to go uh, unanimous. I think Mayweather knocks him out in two. I think that he again. He's wow. not a boxer. He's not a boxer. Like I think that Mayweather's going to see an opportunity to just knock him out cold. Yep. So we got two knockouts and a unanimous decision. We'll see what happens. It's going to be a definitely an interesting night. Um, like I said, I'm not going to buy it. I'm going to find somebody that has it. But uh, I probably will not even see it. I hope I can stay up that late. I don't, I don't <laughs> stay up late anymore. Well, that's the show. Tyler, thanks for being on. Thanks Appreciate it. Towing the line from the flop and slop. Hey. Go to facebook.com slash tone line. Give us a like or a share. Drop a line, a comment. Also, uh, iTunes is where you can find us towing the line. It's the only one there. So, I mean, why not? If you have any reason to listen to us we're kind of just big fat idiots who like to, 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 to talk about shit so that's fun speak for yourself yeah you big fat idiot bye everybody <laughs> <laughs>